Hello and welcome to Breaking Late, a supercar podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and with me, as always, or will be always, <laughs> JD. How's it going, mate? Not too bad out yourself, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Just come off a pretty good and eventful weekend over in WA. Yeah, it was. It was really, really good watching. Um, the racing was great, uh, the changing weather, and... Uh, the tire degradation was awesome. It made for some it was some good crackers. It was some good <laughs> racing. It was um edge of your seat. I don't know about you, but both those races I couldn't tell who was gonna win. Ten laps out I couldn't tell who was gonna win. No. And we'll we will say, um we both didn't actually watch Saturday's race live. No, no, um, we were out fishing. We did go out <laughs> fishing. But hey, he caught a barra, so it's not too bad. Um but we did come back and we... We watched the end. We watched life. the end. We watched, yeah, we the, watched last the last 10 laps. 10 life. laps of it and... Whoa. What yeah, a last 10 laps. That was... If you were to turn on the game... If you were to turn on the TV and watch the last 10 laps of a race, that was the last 10 laps to watch. Uh, absolutely. I uh, I couldn't believe it when we come home and I was like, what's going on? Trying to, trying to all of a sudden catch up with what was happening in the race. I'm like... Why is Lounge so much faster? Yeah, What's going on here? Couldn't work. We we both have re since rewatched the race, so we do know what happened. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, definitely. And the what the a call. call. Yeah, from that Ludo. was. I mean, yeah, that was a good call from Ludo. I don't know how he understands him, but no, he's no, getting better. I, I've listened to a few of those uh, those radios, and what they play on TV, I can. I get two or three words out of it, and then I don't know what he said. No, and I, I, I don't know how Lance does that with the engine noise and gearbox noise and diff noise over top of it. Yeah, he's probably just heard box. He's like, "All right, bloody hell, we're going <laughs> yeah. in." I don't know why. I can't understand him, but no, I think that's a. It's an engineer. Um, it's really, really working well for him. They, they've really clicked together. It's like the odd couple, but they're working. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. They, they've clicked together really well. Um. His crew seems to be really good too. They have. They've definitely after the um clips or five hundred where they came out and yeah. said that they needed to work better as a team and that wasn't acceptable. Yeah, exactly. They've, they've, picked they've up restructured it and it has worked really well. Um they've got to be really proud of everything they've done. Uh to have so uh, like I guess they're not they're not really a four car team, they're a three car team, but a three car team that is so competitive this quickly. Is is uh, a oh, real testament it, to the it team. It is, and I mean, hats off to Roland. He's done a great job. Yeah, and in his in uh, his background stuff, obviously, uh, uh, great as well. The, the ones that we don't see at the yeah, track. Yes, the guys back at the um. Yeah, yeah, they've really back at the workshop. Good chassis out, good parts out, because um, you know, well, they're not was just a one, two, three, four, essentially. It was. I mean, yeah. we've got techno, and they're not just. Like Triple Eight aren't just building the cars for them; they've got a few customer teams now. Yeah, quite a few, and uh, they they supply all the parts for it. So um, they manufacture everything in house too. So which is really really good to see in Australia. But yeah, that was um the sad day race. Cam first pole of his V Eight supercar career. Yep, that was pretty good driving by him. In the conditions yeah, given to him, exactly. There's um, a lot more experienced drivers out there in the wet that couldn't put the they lap didn't together. Put, no, they didn't. And he, he did have a cheeky, cheeky nudge with uh, with Will, Will Davison yeah. at the last corner. Yeah, yeah. which it's was which was good. Like Will, Will had stuffed it up and he had binned his lap essentially, and uh, 
he kind of got Cam out of the way. Kind of used him as a bit of a, a stopper on the on the curb there, which was you know maybe maybe helped him a little bit. I don't know, but it, no, it was really good to see a young fella first full time year in the in the job and come out like that. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, he's he did, and he had a pretty good run throughout the weekend. He was. Yeah, he's showing he's some starting, good pace. He's starting to piece it together. Like it's been a bit of a transition coming from Dunlop to uh, the main series, um, but he's doing really well. He really is. He's Chris Pither's another new one that's um, come out, and I don't know if it's because of these the Dunlop boys, or they're not Dunlop boys, but the boys that were racing in Dunlop last year to come out do really well in WA. It is a track that they do race in. Yeah, they race yeah. Dunlop. Yeah, there. it's true. They have had track time there. Um, Pitha, yeah, wow, you know, he's doing well, he really is. It's a big bounce back, because he's had... He had a shocker start. Yeah, like, clips all to forget, and then, was it Philip Island? He had no, Tasmania. Tasmania, He yeah. turned across, um, Percat, and yeah. got put into the wall. Yeah, so he's, he's essentially written off two cars this year, which is, it's not been a good start to the year to him. No, it hasn't. Um, but let's just hope that... He continues on the form. This will be a great confidence booster for both of them. Definitely, definitely. Um, Waters, y- you could see it's helped his confidence and Empitha as well. Um, it, it will be interesting to see how they go at Winton. Another really. person that did come away with a bit of confidence from um, Perth was Lounsey. Lounsey definitely. Um, He's now leading the championship. Yeah, leading the championship only early days. I guess he probably wouldn't even be looking too much at that, but it's a nice thing to know. You know, you you're at the top of the table, so it's always good. I mean, hell, the media ran with it when Michael Caruso was leading the championship, and he yeah, first meeting, first, first meeting, meeting over. <laughs> it's like, oh, how's it going to feel leading the championship? He's like, I probably didn't even know, but yeah, um, it's I think always the good. More to have. confidence he's having is the fact that how well he is going with. Ludo, they engineered that car like that car was working better than the other two triple. It was, cars. but it's also like he's had that bit of, I'd say like a weight lifted from his shoulders. He's running his own team. I also think, um, so with Lounsey because he has such a unique driving style. He turns in so early, he breaks more Europeans. Yeah, style. he breaks to the apex. You know, he he really has a unique driving style. So when he was maybe at Triple Eight, maybe they were setting his car up a little bit more like a, a Win Cup car and stuff like that, which is more traditional, you know. We well, still did come breaks, second last straight. year. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doubting it, and they did great, great job at uh, at Red Bull. But I, maybe Ludo's had some sort of, uh, I don't know. It's early European days. It's early days. You know, it's it's his first, you know, meeting where he's looked pretty dominant. Yeah. This year, like it is early days. He did maybe back they it up just with the third. Maybe and on Sunday. Yeah, maybe they just clicked at this meeting. But it'd be interesting to see for the rest of the year whether, uh, you know, that the setup style that Ludo's going with that seems to be working quite well for Craig, uh, whether that continues, you know, whether it continues into uh, the end of the year. I, I'm, I can't wait for Bathurst to see oh. how, you know, whether a different setup or whatnot. It's already a bit awesome. of a master. I mean, Bathurst is always awesome. Yeah, so. But yeah, and um, it was really good to see Frosty chalk up a first win for his title defence. Yeah, it's been a slow start to the year for Frosty. And I think sad day he just wrote that. He 
got home, got to his calendar and just crossed off Saturday <laughs> and just forgot it's, about that. It is one to forget. Um, it all, well, yeah, it all went pear shaped. He just had didn't have the pace on it. He had that off coming into the final turn. Yeah, exactly. He got and spun. Yeah, and it it really it was all going wrong from the when he went off. Um, probably when he left the you know the pit bay in the start <laughs> of the race. Um, it just was not a good race for him. He didn't shine, and he admitted that. He said, you know, this is a, this is a bad one. I'm gonna scratch that one off and forget about it. And, and he did move on. Did and a complete one eighty. Come round, yeah, drove well. a great race. On yeah, the Sunday, the the problem he had on Saturday where he went off was a pretty simple one. He, you know, it was a drying track and he hit a puddle on slicks and he then just pinched that tire and couldn't slow it down and he 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 binned it. Um, you know, it can happen to the best of them and it happened to Frosty, which is he's got the number one inside of his car. So where Sunday he come back and he uh, he just he drove, drove like a, a champion race. in that yeah, one. Yeah, he did. He, he did thirty amazingly. laps. On those set of tyres? Yep. On a set set of tyres, he went forever and ever and ever. He and did. somehow... Watching that race, I'm like, come on, you can't hold out this lead. <laughs> but he did. Um, there was that incident with Aaron Russell. Yeah, Aaron... I don't know what he was thinking, to be honest. I know he wanted to get back on the lead lap. Well, a lot of drivers have come out and backed him. And they said have. he's done nothing the, wrong, of, which he hasn't. Most drivers said... I think they're being politically correct a little bit. Um, they've kind of come out and said, look, what did he do wrong? He didn't break any rules. He did not break any rules. No, he didn't. He had all right to pass it. Um, I was uh, complexed when he passed him only because he didn't... He got the move done, but then he didn't drive away from him. And I thought, well, then you've now got McLaughlin and Lounsey coming up right behind Frosty, he's going to get blue flagged. Yeah, it did get to that stage. I think if the race was five laps more, uh, he would have been blue flagged. Yeah. And Frosty wouldn't have won. No. He dragged a weak car. Like, Frosty's car was limping. He was. He was losing pace. I mean, the the other two were just catching him at a rate of knots. They were just flying uh, down. About six tenths of a, uh, a second a lap. Yeah, and then there was that lap where he got passed and he lost one and a half seconds on it alone. Yeah, um, it was a reckless move. If it, if the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think he'd be happy about it. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if he was in the lead and Frosty was not battling, he was battling for 24th. Well, he wasn't battling. He was in 24th position with nothing to gain other than not... The bit of pride of finishing on the yeah, lead, lead lap. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't as if, you know, it was halfway through the race and he was hoping for a safety car so he could get back up to the field and what. It was. The race was done and dusted. Who impressed you the most in WA? It's pretty simple. I think it, it was the same for everyone. Lowndes. Yeah, Lowndes. Yeah, definitely. Yep. If we're going to the race wins, if, not race wins, like back in the old days when you had the round wins, yeah, hand Lowndes. that round to Lowndesy. Yeah. He Definitely. drove. I think Chris Pither did a great job. He didn't impress me the most. No, he just was good and up and coming driver there. Um, 
Waters had a lot of pressure on him to start from uh, pole for the first time. And he did game. a great job. He did drive away he, at the start. He got, he got away, actually. He did. He did get away. Um, it helped that the cars behind him got stuck in a little bit of a battle and he could use that to his advantage. Yeah, good on him. In the end, Lounsey, you yep. got driver of the round. And uh, Scotty seemed to do pretty well as well. Championship. The championship. So the current standings at the Coates Hire leaderboard. Craig Lowndes, up in the lead, 894 points. He's doing really well at the moment, actually. He's leading Jamie Wincup by 42 points, which... Still solid effort from it is. Jamie. So Jamie's from a, a bad weekend. He struggled in Perth, but still to come out second. I know, I think he came in leading the championship. Yeah, he did. Um, McLaughlin's doing really well, too. GRM, I did not expect them to be up so No, high. if you told me last year that they were going to be right up the front, like, I think they can... I always knew they could battle for wins, but yeah, they've been that con- like last year. They just their inconsistency really hurt it for them, and I sort of l- not lost hope, but I wasn't worried about them with the championship. Yeah, and I, I wasn't at the start of the year. Yeah, I agree. I, I um, I thought they were more like uh, maybe a step ahead of uh, BJR and stuff like that, but. I thought they were along that sort of lines. They're just there to get wins. Frosty's in fourth, seventy-eight points behind Lounsey. He's still in. Uh, He's in still in contention. Contention, yeah, definitely. Um, I this was championship is not running away from anyone. No, Shane's doing all right in fifth. I think Shane definitely needs to pick up his. Uh, same with Winterbottom. They both need to pick up their consistency. They are. They do. Um, um, their they're bad weekends really hurt them. Yeah, they're both very fast, but their bad races are, are killing their championship contingent. Will Davison. He I must think be he'll loving be pretty happy. I think he'll be pretty happy. He's in sitting in sixth. So next up we've got Garth Tander and James Courtney in seven and eighth. Which Doing is quite well, yeah. That's a solid result. Yeah, for cars that can't seem to qualify that great. Racing wise, they're a bit they're better race cars than they are qualified. It is funny. They have glimpses every now and then where they're good. Courtney was great. I think it was race two of Calypso. Yeah, race two. He won. won. Back to back. That's two years in a row. It was great. They had. They looked like they had genuine car pace. Yeah. They were quick. They looked promising at the start of the year. And this happens every year. Same when they go to Townsville. Yes, HRT. You, every, just you. If you're going to do a V8 supercar tipping and, and Townsville comes up, just put HRT up there. Especially Courtney. I don't know what it is with Courtney, but Townsville he seems to really click. Um, he goes so well there. And I don't know if they just get their setup absolutely perfect there. It, they just seem to come out of the box and they're, 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 they're race winners. Followed up, we've got a trio of Nissans. Yeah, we have. We've got Rick Kelly leading Michael Caruso and then Todd Kelly down in 11th. I think they'd be happy with that. That's three Nissans in the well, two Nissans in the top ten. There's not much between Rick and Caruso either. There's only a few points. There's six points within it, and um, the one that's surprising me, which is num- is coming in twelfth, is Chaz. Chaz hasn't recovered. No, I did not expect that. I expected him to be a step behind Winterbottom, if not I with Winterbottom. Know. Yeah, just jumping down a few. Scotty Pie and. Uh, Fabian. 15th, 16th. Yeah, Fabian's only just ahead of Scotty. You know, this time last year, I thought Scotty was losing his drive. Yep. When the rumours started to circle about um, Fabian. Fabian coming to... I thought 
they've only got one car. Scotty's lost his drive, and uh, that that's a bit of a worry. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't want that to happen. He's a good driver. He's had more than his fair share of bad luck and big crashes. And you remember that one in w- in WA? I think is not uh, last year. The one year that the you? one that I picture in my head is actually Tasmania. Tasmania. Do you know what? Do you picture the guy that yeah, running running that t- hits the? Do- <laughs> I don't know. If you guys haven't seen this, I'll put it in the show notes and we'll have a link to the video. But Scotty just flies. He was a brake well, failure, wasn't it? He went He went straight across like, the inside of the corner, out the other side of the corner, across the gravel trap. Sh- and it, straight, nose first, into the tire wall. The car like just lifts up. The arse end nearly, you know, it, it nearly end over ended. And then there's a slow mode of this one guy and he's in the crowd... And he's just shitting bricks. Yeah, it's a, he it's a good... legs it. He's turned around and he's like, he's running to the Highland. He's out of there, and right next to him, there's this old lady, and she doesn't flinch. No, she just sits she there just and sits goes, there and is like, my time has come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had a good life, but now it's over. <laughs> no, and and for him to come back from those crashes, they they he's had he's had big crashes. He's had what three big 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 crashes, but. They scar you. They they really do. They really you know. Next time he get in the car, he'd be thinking about them. And for him to come back and be so fast and still push it so well, it's a real testament to him. I think I, he's uh, he's really well. I think another testament to him is the fact that Roland Dane is his manager. So Roland Dane ain't, ain't no slouch in picking talent. He put Wink Cup in a car when Wink Cup was getting dumped by Gary Rogers. <laughs> yeah. The thing I do like with the car of the future is. Every weekend we go to, we can't tell. You get things like Cam Waters qualifying pole. You can't tell who's going to win. No. So Winton could bring out some more, you know, jokers in the pack. You know, it could be... Well, you've got eight different race race winners from nine yeah, races. It, you could have someone down the back there come all the way up and win. It's, it's, it is good. Pertec Endurance Cup. Todd Kelly has announced his driver. Yeah, um, it's really good to see the Kelly nice boys. young guy. Yeah, Kelly boys bringing through some talent. You know, I think that's there's, what they've there's wanted lots to of do. There's lots of talented drivers out there in Australia. Lots of talented drivers, and there's more than enough that could fill V8s. But uh, not everyone gets that opportunity. It's good to see the Kelly boys supporting taking some the lads. younger drivers yeah, on some lads um, and, and putting him in there. I mean, the Kelly boys are taking young drivers and really, really old drivers. Um, yeah, they they, they, <laughs> they like to go to both ends of the field, don't you they? You know, because sometimes you can be 66 and still drive. Well, who is Russell driving with, actually? I know he's driving for Nissan, but Todd. Who? He's No, Rick. Rick. He's driving with Rick. Yeah, the okay. leading I Nissan. So. I thought so. Uh, that'll be really interesting to see how that I'm goes. I'm looking forward to it because... I quite like Russell these days. And uh, I, I like his Biff and Barge sort of get the pass done. I don't know if they'll allow him to do that in Bathurst. It's kind of frowned upon. <laughs> get yeah, to the end as... He's done it before. Get to the end first, not... <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you want to see that? You want to see the GT Academy and put a, a wild, wild card? card yeah, I would, I would like to see a wild card GT Academy. I would not just because I play GT, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I would like to see a wild card one. Um, no, I think Nissan is supporting a lot of a lot of motorsport, and it, 
It's good to see. They're, they're a manufacturer that's not shying away. So, yeah. Mike, what's your view on the, the changing of liveries? That it, it's not just uh, one particular team. I know DJR are, are guilty probably the most of it, but they're, they're all doing it a bit. I understand they all need to make money, and this is how they do it. They sell these shorter livery programs to, to the advert. Advertise, to the advertisers, yes. Um, look, the car that DJR Team Penske are about to run in Winton looks good. I like it. I yeah, don't mind I, it. I don't mind it either. And it is. It's going to be easy to easy pick to out. spot out. It's the from the um. I mean, we're only looking at the renders. We haven't actually seen the car. Yeah, this is this photos. is a computer. Um, the blue looks nice. The you don't see too much black on race cars. I just think that if they're going to start doing these liveries, they've got to find something that's going to stay true to the car. So, yep. colour of the roof, colour of the bonnet, something like that. So, just looking from a, a um, fan perspective here, you can't. how hard is it to pick out an Erebus car these days or a, a DJR car? Like the, the, the Penrite car, yeah, you can pick that out. You can pick it out. Um, but how many of the other cars can you pick out? You can pick out all the ones that stay the same. I like the traditional, this is our race car and we're racing it and it looks the same. Um, I don't know how this goes with them. I know car the teams don't make huge amounts of money off merchandise, but it must be hard to sell a DJR Team Penske shirt if they change every week. So we're coming up to um, Winton. Yeah, Winton. Um, That's a bit of a voodoo track for Triple Eight. Triple Eight. Yeah, it will be an interesting weekend. Um. I want to see it. It's. I'm actually really waiting to see this race meeting because, I I want to see how it's going to go with, you know, Triple Eight rolling off such strong, strong finish. Strong showing. Um, yeah. they've been strong in every round. Uh, Adelaide, I would say. Yeah, agreed. Um, you know, I I'm hanging out to see it. I really am. Is it going to be a repeat of years that have gone past where Triple Eight kind of not that strong there? Um, I think it will. And FPR will be strong again. FPR. Sorry, I keep going back to FPR. Uh, Pro Drive. Yeah, Pro Drive Australia, PDA. I just call them Pro Drive. It's too hard to remember PDA. <laughs> um, Pro Drive Australia. They've uh, been quite quite good at that track as well. Um it will be really interesting. It You've is. I'm pretty sure Winton's a Nissan test track. We've said it before. Uh, Nissan did get their first win at Winton. They're showing some good pace. They are. I think this is the strongest Nissan has been. Since they've entered the sport? It, yeah, yeah. since since they've come back. Um, this is the strongest they've been. And they're, they're in good place. If you have to pick one driver right now, Jeez. who is it? Jeez, it's that's a that's a hard one. It'd either be Frosty or Lowndes. Uh Frosty going off last year's sort of he's a, he's done quite well. Um but I, I think I'll go with Lowndes. I think just with how strong him and Ludo got that car set up on the weekend, I don't doubt that they can do it again. Uh I think they've worked a few things out from last year with those cars as well. They seem to be a fair bit more competitive. If you if you look at as if, um, so if ProDrive went nowhere with their cars last year, you would have thought they would turn up this year and still be competitive. Competitive and yeah. be the most competitive car. I don't think they went as far as Triple Eight went in the off season with their new cars. Triple Eight yeah. does seem to be a quicker car this year. It does. 
I'm well, actually, not even this year. From halfway through last year when they changed their cars. Oh, when uh, Win Cup got that new car and he was untouchable for the rest of the season. Yep. Um, I'm leaning towards McLaughlin. Scotty? I think Scotty has got, he's had a good run. He's got some confidence. Yeah. Yep. Good car. So you're going to go with Triple Eight and Lounsey. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ludo and Lounge combination. I'm I think they, the way Ludo looked so confident after that last meeting, there's something there. I think they found something in that car. Yep. I think I honestly think like I'm going to. I I think GRM just because I'm really hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping that they're just going to bust out this season and just really show Volvo what they can do. But Pro think, Drive will be strong. And that's another one too. Like with Volvo now pulling out of it, I hope that Volvo can. Uh, sorry, that Volvo. I hope that um, Gary and Scotty can really pull out some some good uh, finishes this year, so that they can bring some more sponsorship back in that team. They, you know, they're they're a low budget team as well, they're and they're not, doing really yeah, they well. They don't have a huge budget, but and they just they're smashing it. So we need them to get sponsors again. So let's just talk about Formula One. Formula One, yeah, Red Bull. Spain. What the hell's going over in Red Bull? It's it's a big change and. Honestly, I watched uh, practice last night, and it looks good. It does. Every, everyone's very. I happy. have seen the images. I haven't seen the practice, but Danny Look, Ricciardo with number three on the car, and Max with thirty-three. It makes sense. Looks good. Um, it does. You've got to put the fact that Danny Kvyat's been put back into Toro Rosso. Put that to the back of your head. Forget about that for a second. What was going to happen with Verstappen at the end of this year? He was going to Red Bull. Was he going to Red Bull or... If he wasn't if he going go to Red, Red Bull, Bull, he, he, he was, was going, going to else. Ferrari. Exactly. They're, they're calling over each other to get him. He was the hottest property in Formula 1. Yep. Red Bull will always uh, attest to the fact that they had great driver contracts that locked them, all their young drivers down. But these big teams will are pay happy it to pay for it. Um, I think they didn't have much of a choice. In other news, have you seen the McLaren wing? Jeez, <sighs> that's complicated, isn't it? Can you fit more <laughs> on that wing? <laughs> it looks more complicated than a fighter jet. Um, it must I like cost it. a bit. It, yeah, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> I like it. I hope it works. I, I really I do. do too. I don't know what they, uh, they, they come up with. It did look promising at the end of uh, practice too, but they were quite quick. Uh, compared to the start of the uh, the weekend, so the start of Friday practice. Yep. Um, they were a lot faster. I think Button was in top ten. So that's all right. That's that's I'm, a good I'm not, showing I'm not sure for him. That's right, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he was in the top ten, which is really good. Um, I think they'll be really really happy with that. So quick prediction tonight. Uh, sorry, we're recording this on um, Saturday. Saturday the fourteenth. So uh, qualifying is on tonight. Uh, so for Spain qualifying, I would say I'd say Nico. Oh, I want to say Rosberg, but I reckon Hamilton pole. Um, Rosberg second, obviously. All right. I'm gonna go Vettel. Race winner will Nico go eight in a row? Yes. Do you want to put some money on that? Because that's some high bets at the moment. Is it? I think so. Uh, I, I I think Nico's got... Um, he's got the confidence, and I don't think anything can stop him at the moment. Other than car failure, I, it, he's driving different this year. 
Okay, so if you look at the times where him and uh, Hamilton were actually battling, he's now battling like Hamilton was two years ago. Yep. He will drive Hamilton into the sticks. He gave Hamilton racing room where Hamilton didn't give him any room, and now he's not giving him the space. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, no, this is cut, th- and, and it is, this is brutal. Back to, this is back to Formula One being cutthroat. There's you, the one person you got to beat is your teammate. If your teammate happens to be the world championship winning driver for the past two years, you got to start just squeezing him out. And to be honest, he hasn't had needed to do that because. Hamilton's car hasn't been there. Yeah, I, I was actually watching the inside line the other day, um, and they were, they were reviewing Hamilton's run this year, and the fact that it looks like it's all down to bad luck. Uh, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think he's got like a 40-odd point. Um, 49. 49? 49. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure it's 49 49 to 50 point deficit to, to Rosberg. And they attributed, was it 43 points, maybe? They attributed like 13 points or something. 43 points behind. There you go. They attributed 13 points to bad luck. They attributed 30 points to Hamilton's bad management on he has not started well in nearly any of these Grand Prix. He has struggled since they've changed the starting formula. Since they allow, they only have one clutch this year, so they don't have that secondary clutch that they can pull. Yep. So they're not as good, not as easy to start these cars anymore. He's really struggled, and that's what they put it down to. They I think said he's been beaten off the line nearly every every. Time. I think every race this year. So thirty points they said was actually Hamilton's bad management. Yeah. So I think that's that's all for us at uh, breaking late. And yep. We're looking forward to. Uh, getting you guys to tune in next time i hope this has gone well um probably send us any uh hints and tips that you uh, want us to talk about it next yeah if time there's anything you guys want um hit us up on facebook we're at breaking late you can email through to the show at breaking late at gmail.com uh we've got our breaking late.com website we've got the twitter handles at breaking late hit us up on everything on all the social media let us know if you like the show, 